0: Ming, do we keep that in? Was that funny?
1: Uh, it's as funny as anything else you've done.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Alright, I've got a movie quote I want to share right now. I want... Uh, who can do a girl's voice? Okay, fine, just do a dude oh, voice. Oh,
2: I don't know. Does this sound like a girl's voice?
3: I it's
0: can sound like a, like a girl!
3: Uh, Ryan, say, what kind of man do you think you are?
2: Okay.
0: What kind of a man
3: do
2: you think you are?
3: I'm not the man they think I am at home. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm a rocket man. That's, uh, Elton John from Rocket Man. You're a weird pervert.
0: <laughs> I'm a woman. Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the substandard expanded universe. Welcome! You are listening to the SSEU Podcast, the 52nd and last episode of the show. The SSEU is a year old with this episode, or it has been going for, you know, 52 weeks or whatever. It has been dedicated to Star Wars, Disney, pop culture, garbage takes from a substandard perspective. I am Thomas, your host, with an accent. Uh, As usual, I am joined by Ryan and Chris. Hello, guys. If you Ooh. didn't notice that Thomas, Thomas had an accent, he introduces himself as Thomas, the host
3: with the accent. So it, I'm, I'm glad you clarified. What people are going to find out eventually is that, like, we're all the same person,
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> and this is just an elaborate.
0: Every guest.
2: We're except, Christian. You know. We're Christian Baleing. No, he was two people.
0: No, no, we're uh, we're like in uh, in Glass. Spoilers. spoilers. Not. Glass. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, What's his name? What's the character's name? Wait, uh, what? Uh, what, what, what happened in Glass? Who was who was two people in Glass? Not two, like he was ten people.
2: Uh,
3: Ira
1: Glass. Uh, uh, Glass, the McAvoy character, the yeah.
2: podcast. Yes, the Ira Glass played James McAvoy <laughs> in Shattered Glass, <laughs> the movie about Glass.
0: Uh, joining us for the last episode of this podcast is also Ming, who I believe might be your most loyal listener Ming have you listened to all of the episodes
1: I believe I have I'd like to think that 90% of our people have
0: judging by the statistics I don't think that's true (laughs) (laughs) Ming do, do you have any favorite moments from the podcast that you would like to share with us memories
1: uh, well, I remember the last time I was on and uh, I mean, that's, that's a bit self, this self-centered, but it was just, a, of course, but that was just a lot of, it was, it was seriously a lot of fun. It was just sort of putting it together and it was just, uh, I think I said at the time it was just like, uh, joining in with a bunch of friends and, uh, just uh, being welcomed and just sort of having a good time, just sort of, uh, making something, making something happen. So
0: yeah. And now we're enemies and the podcast is ending. So it's come full <laughs> circle. There you go. I've, I have a memory I'd like to share. Okay. <laughs> Your lack of enthusiasm well, is well, going to really... Well,
2: because it's going to be wrong, so we're <laughs> like we're bracing ourselves for what we're going to have to correct.
0: So... Is it about the astronaut driving across the country? <laughs> no. no, no. It's just early on, like the early
3: episodes, I had totally forgotten about these. They were really raw. I mean, we had even less of an <laughs> idea was, of what we were doing. I know were wearing now. condoms. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, that was not coming from the same person. Um, but Ryan's bit with the Bosch personal massager or personal uh, plundering <laughs> device uh, that that was not quiet at all. That bit was really funny. That was that was a good bit. Mink, you remember that?
1: I believe I do. Yes.
3: Ryan was like, it says. It says you can you can use it while your partner is while your spouse is sleeping. Or, and
1: it, oh, it won't even wake up a
3: baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Ro- Rose and Rose wondered why Ryan was bringing the hairdryer into the closet. <laughs> it's like
3: looking for a hairdryer the next day, like yeah. Oh I I had that in the closet
2: with me. <laughs> so Rose heard that Rose heard that for the first time when Thomas when we were driving to San Antonio, Thomas was with us, Patrick was driving, and we put it on. All the Kinnis like, were there. Yeah, she just looked at me, and she was like, what? This is what you do?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you
3: got, got on the podcast and talked about serious things. <laughs> no, no, we, do, we do jokes about poop and, and pee. Uh, Ryan? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> do you have a memory to share? with
0: the class
2: just move on
0: one of my favorite episodes i guess there are two is when uh, jvl came on the show i had so much fun just listening to him and his his story about traveling around the country and playing basketball and finding usis in the back seat of the car what that was great that's one of the best stories we've had it's like what 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 do these guys do for a living
3: that they could just play basketball in the middle of the day oh (laughs) they're drug dealers (laughs) That was good. That was
2: good.
0: Uh, we we also had. Uh, uh, his... I'm ready.
2: You can go to me now.
0: Yeah, go on. Do a memory.
2: Are you gonna properly ask me? Like,
0: Ryan, do you have a memory?
2: Yeah, there's so many things that I think are you know really fun, and I always think back of that are just funny and stupid. But then the 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 thing that like I really am proud of is just like um, when we had on. Robin Williams for the last interview <laughs> died. That was just like that. Really, I'm glad. I'm glad we got to do that. No, that was an episode of Mark Barron. I don't remember.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, before. we we did get Neil Armstrong to come on.
2: Oh yeah, he did. Or that was recorded. <laughs> he recorded it for us though.
0: Before he passed.
2: Robin Williams got that recording for us. <laughs>
3: So, Thomas, one thing that I'm really excited about is uh, we've been talking about John Gruden a little bit um, the last few podcasts, and, I mean, the craziest thing happened the other day um, is he actually reached out to us uh, via direct message on Twitter and just, like, really liked, um, uh, he just liked the
2: show, like, hey, hang, we were on, hang on, talking about. just, uh, I'll, I'll let you keep going, Chris, because I know you want to get to Gruden, but... When you say that we've been talking about him on the podcast, do you think that our text message thread is the podcast? Because we've not mentioned him on the podcast.
0: I think we've only talked about it off podcast, Chris. <laughs> yes. At least, Ming, <laughs> have, have we talked about John Gruden? We, the- I, that's what I said right, last enough. week. I said, yeah. dang like, it. All right. So, so, Ryan, can you summarize what this Gruden thing is that you observed watching Hard Knocks? yeah, yeah. yeah. So
2: for I, I, I watch. I look forward to Hard Knocks on HBO every year. Like it's, it's just. I, I don't know. It's great. I mean, it's it, like it's. It really shows. Like most of the time, it just shows how dysfunctional everything is. HBO usually picks a team that they know is going to be a shit show. but the other thing about it is that it is one of the most beautifully shot shows on television. Like. Everything about the show. It's just the, the shots are just creative and just really cool. But anyway, I'm a big fan of the show. So, John Gruden in the second episode, out of the blue, like uh, during practice, just kind of um, goes to a few of the, I think it was a few of the linemen, maybe Derek Carr. And they were, I don't know, they were talking about intelligence or something. And he just kind of says, What? Can you, can you, count backwards from 100 by 3 and they're like what and he just starts doing it and hbo shows him all the way from 100 uh, to 1 by 3s and i'm like like i'm watching it and i'm like is that hard i've never tried that is that hard <laughs> and so literally the first time, and he's like saying, and he's, he's so proud of it. Like you can see on his face. He he really thinks that like, oh, this is how I prove that, you know, I'm a genius. And so I'm sitting there and like, I just pause it. I'm like, all right, I'll try this. And I'm just, the first time I'm like, one hundred ninety-seven,
0: ninety-four, ninety-one, eighty-eight,
2: eighty-five, eighty-two, seventy-nine, seventy-six. 94, 91, 88, 85, 82, 79, 76. And I'm like, that's not that's. What is going on here? And so I watched I'm watching the rest of the episode. At the end of the episode, he does it again to different people. And like he's he's you know, he's doing it for the camera. It's he's like legitimately he, proud of it. That, like they get a close up of his face and he's just like smiling when he gets to, when he gets to like 7 4 1.
0: He's just like so happy. And I'm just like what what is wrong with that? Uh, but, but so, so then in, in the last episode, uh, and, and Ryan had me watch the first five minutes of the last episode of the show, where he's in the car and they're driving along and he's telling the, the driver and assistant coach somebody or wh- whoever that's. Yeah. Uh,
2: and he like, te- like, it was a text from somebody that's, I can't remember who it was, but he took it as a compliment, knowing human beings as I do. It was that they were definitely like, making fun of him and knew that he wouldn't know that they were making fun of him. <laughs> oh, when not you start counting backwards for, uh, with, by threes? And he's just, like, uh, just, like, talking about it. How, you know, it's just, like, such a cool thing. I'm like, HBO, like, HBO totally knew what they were doing. They are <laughs> like, this is why Antonio Brown is gonna <laughs> pretend to go crazy and leave, because, like, you know, imagine like, you show up and you know, John Gruden seems kind of insane, but you're like, okay, he's not really insane. And then like, he's like going to try to demonstrate how brilliant he is. And he just starts counting backwards from 100 by three in front of you. And you're just like, Oh, what did I, what have I gotten myself into?
0: He essentially reveals that the reason why he started to count back from a hundred is because oh, right. someone used it as a concussion test. <laughs> right. <laughs> that you couldn't go back in the game if you couldn't do it. And but, so brain it's like,
2: okay, you can do this, like, like, right? Only only it. those who have are impaired by a brain injury
3: can't do it. And he's like he takes yeah. that to mean that if I can do it healthy, then
1: I must be a genius. No brain injury. No brain injury. <laughs> so it's like Trump's uh yeah. the, the test the test that he bragged that he passed. That's really only meant for people who are really, really out of it and just. <laughs> what test was this? I didn't even know. What did, was this. did
0: he fill it in with a Sharpie?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ming, what, what test is this? um I can't, I, it's it's got a it's got a name but it, it, it's 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 like, are supposed from... to be able, you're supposed to be able to tell what city you're in what time it is <laughs> uh can you can you can you recognize a clock shape can you name a tiger or some, some three, three animals or something it, it, like that like it, yeah it's the same like it is it's, the it's, same it's it's it's
2: basically
3: it,
1: it, it, it's it's only if you're completely just completely gone does right. this test really have any meaning whatsoever? If you fail it, it means you're you're awful. Right. But right. if you pass it, all it means is you've got like a third grader's intelligence.
0: <laughs> right. right. If you it, fail it, you have some sort of brain damage. Like yes. <laughs> and uh, Trump bragged about passing it. Yes, he, he did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, rem- I remember. Because yeah, my, my, mother, my, mother, my mother had that, and she was in the early stages of dementia. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she passed it. She was just so happy about it. <laughs> a year a year later, she, I mean, she's running around She's running around practically half naked well, in you, the middle of Christmas. You know, there, there
0: are those who would argue that Trump might be in the early stages of dementia. So, it makes sense. Uh, <laughs> Chris? Okay, well, well, we've been talking about this,
3: just like John Gruden. And, and so, anyway, like... Here's the thing, like, if you don't try, like, like who was it? Was it Ricky, or who, who was this who said, was it Ricky Bobby who said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take? Who said that? Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky? Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> or or was it, I think if Michael Scott had, like,
2: yeah, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, it, yeah. Might, um, it might have been Ricky Bobby's dad, uh, Gary. Gary uh... Gary Bobby? He's awesome. Like, the actor's... The actor's uh, name is yeah, Gary, um, he's awesome. Gary Cole.
3: The point is, like, if you don't just, like, take a shot... If, my point is, I, I, I reached out to John Gruden, and he responded. I used some big words, three-syllable words, and he was just really <laughs> impressed, and that, that's probably why he responded, but anyway, we're recording this on Monday night, and the Raiders are playing right now. Um... Against the Broncos and John, like we 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 became fast friends, and he's like, I said, hey, would you be willing to come on the show during the game so we can get some, some live stuff from the sidelines? So we're gonna check in periodically through the game. We're in the the first quarter. There's a couple minutes left. They're actually looking really good. Um, so let's see if we can um p- pull them up here. Hey, John, are you there? Hey. Uh, hey, John, like, you guys are looking good. You guys jumped out to an early lead. Would you attribute this to, to the offensive line play, to your scheme? Like, what would you attribute your early success to?
2: You ever heard anybody count backwards from 100 by 3? Uh, uh, yeah, we watched you on Hard Knocks. 97. <laughs> 94. 91. I can even do it from 103. <laughs>
0: Oh, all, right, all right, John, 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 so it's, so, so to interrupt, but it seems like you've been really good on the ground. Do, do you have an idea of how to get your air game, get some yards through the air going?
2: We've really just been focusing on counting backwards from 100 by three. Knock on wood if you're with me. <laughs> 103, 100, 97, 94, 92. Wait, John, 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 John. You get, you get Are one you mistake. saying... One One mistake. <laughs> Are you saying let You that make two mistakes, they won't let you go back in the game. But you make one mistake, they'll let you do it again, and then uh, you can. Well, so, uh, are... Like
0: one one mistake
2: counting? Not, not 92. 91. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll. So, since I said 92, I'll go the rest of the way oh. from 92, counting by threes. <laughs> Eight, uh, 89. 86. Uh, 83. 80. 77.
1: John, John, and John,
3: are, are, you, are you saying that your players, during practice, that you stop practice and they get fewer reps because you're counting backwards from 100 by 3?
2: Knock on wood if you're with me. Do you like it or do you love it?
3: <laughs> okay, John, uh, we, we, we've got to move on with our podcast. We're, we're going to check back in with you after halftime, all right? Good luck with the game, John. Good luck, man.
2: 72.
0: Transition. Moving on from uh, Gruden and his Oakland Raiders, Ming, how have you been since the last time we talked to you? Can you briefly just summarize it?
1: Uh, well, I'm I'm a guy these days who uh, lives for his conven- the conventions that he goes to, and so since the last time we talked, I think uh, yeah, I, I I just finished my Doctor Who conventions, and I've been to Comic Con down in San Diego, and then I also went to uh, D23 uh, Disney's kind of Disney's convention, um, in, A- in Anaheim.
0: Which of these were your, uh, favorite?
1: Uh, Comic-Con's always great. Um, but, uh, this was my first time at going to D23. It had some really great moments, but, uh, some that weren't, weren't so great either.
0: Why, so why is it called that? I, I never got this. D23? Yeah
1: uh I'm told I've never really looked it up, but they said that Disney started in 1923 or something like that. And does D23 just kind of Disney 23 or Disney 1923 or something, yeah, that something like right, that?
0: Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Okay, so so it's not like the 23rd convention. In, in no,
1: it's not like there's D24 the, the, the group next is time, time called D22. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a D23. Uh, yeah, it's a the D23 is the uh, expo. It's I think full name is the D23 Expo, and it's just uh, Disney's convention. They they have a convention hall. Hulu shows up. All the sort of Disney subsidiaries show up, uh, and it's uh, uh, the different. The main difference is that uh, yeah, Comic Con is a, a, is mainly a fan convention. Uh, you you do get um, a lot of. Uh, uh, um, Merchandisers on the on the show floor, but they're they're disparate. Um, All all of the uh, Disney uh, sort of uh, convention occupants are all selling Disney Disney stuff, and it's a merchandising convention. I didn't I didn't understand how big of a merchandising convention until I got there. Uh, It was it was utter chaos, and then that's one. One thing that that I would distinguish is that Comic Con seems to have had fifty years to sort of get their act together and um, organize it. Disney seems to just sort of open up the floodgates and let everybody run in, and so you you had these um, uh, handicapped people who are joining in with the able-bodied people and just running into the Disney store to try and get in line, and <laughs> they're they're running over people <laughs> in these rascal scooters, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's but, a madhouse.
3: But, but but are you saying they haven't figured out the logistic yet? Uh no, they they, they tried Or to say... was this intentional? Like <laughs> do they just ate the handicap? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it very well could be because it's just—it's just like Thunderdome. It's just it's just to get get across the convention so They're they're supposed to arrange you in a line, but everybody just give, just forgets about the line and runs past. Like, it. like Bob Iger, like like that really
3: cracks him up. Like watching people in wheelchairs getting trampled—that's like that's his that's fetish.
1: There are there are locations at the top of the convention where you can probably look down and they have offices. So I gotta believe that that's what's happening. So you say that it's a. Merchandising convention? Where? No, there, there, there. It's, it's, it's like Comic Con. There, there are panel, there are panels. There's merchandisers and there's cosplayers as well. Okay. The cosplayers the cosplayers tend to be i think they tend to be disney employees because they sure look like they they're 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 professionally they're all professionally done but but there are there are other cosplayers there as well but it's it i guess because it's really expensive to get in uh you don't you don't quite see you don't quite see as many of them the primary focus is merchandising mainly because um the exclusives that you can buy there are truly exclusives. They may only make two hundred of uh, uh, some uh, uh, Woody doll or Admiral Hold Holdo, Holdo uh, Funko Pop. Uh, well, the Funko was not there, so uh, okay. it's it's you get the okay. You know, okay, it, okay.
3: Well, okay. We get it. We get it. You want to talk Stupid about your Woody? Comment, Chris. Tell, us. Tell us. <laughs> you get your hands on a Woody?
1: I got my hands on three woodies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I'm, I'm happy that you're happy, Ming. Uh, so, so, so these woodies... I, mean, I must insist that I tell this part of the story because <laughs> I did not want to buy anything. I thought my friend uh, who was leading was leading me through this wanted me to buy because you're only, uh, with the exclusives you're only allowed to buy one at a t- one each and I thought he wanted me to buy an extra set so he could sell an extra set turns out he was just giving me advice and all of a sudden I've got like a thousand dollars of dolls that i w- I wound up with I've got these dollars three- he Woody. was working for the store mean <laughs> 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 I've got these. I've, I've got these three Disney princess dolls. I think Giselle from Enchanted, or um, uh, was it Aurora and Sleeping Beauty, and uh, uh, some other, some one other one. And yeah, I, I, I wound up buying them and and then showing. Oh yeah, yeah, you want these? And, no, no, those are for you. I'm like, what?
0: <laughs> well, right, well, all right, all right. So, so we talked about this earlier. So, so I, I cannot. I kind of really grasp the idea of buying dolls for a thousand dollars. Do you, do you view it as
1: an investment it's or collectible, like anything else, Thomas? Like if there there are there are no there are no guarantees on the price, but at least initially, afterwards, when I when I left, I started seeing price, uh, price dolls that I bought for two fifty were being offered up at four hundred or five hundred apiece. Okay. So okay. There's there's there I, yeah I didn't I didn't buy I, I'm not have you I, sold not, them or are you just still hanging on to your Woody? <laughs> <laughs> I've had some other life issues come up, uh, handling with meetups, so they're sitting in a corner in my bedroom. But uh, yeah, the there is one, uh, the the one I think I showed everybody on online from Up, uh, which was just um, Carl Carl and Ellie. That uh, I, I really like that movie, so uh, that's probably what I might keep. I might keep the Woody doll because it's small enough that I could probably stick it somewhere. Um, and uh, <laughs>
0: Would you like to rephrase?
1: I, this, Phrasing the witty <laughs> the, Woody, uh, the Woody doll is. Small Where do you en- want to stick your Woody, Ming? <laughs> in the shelf. The Woody doll is small enough that I can put it in a place uh, easily store it or easily display it. And uh, keep it. and it's I mean I, I liked I liked that movie series as well, even though I was I was fully grown by the time it came okay. out.
0: Is the Disney convention new?
1: I think they, it's been around it's been around for a while. I think it's uh, the 23rd but, one, Thomas. He already said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not But I think I think there have been at least 3 it, it, it doesn't happen every year. It happens every other year. There's and every, I think 23 my friend, years. <laughs> My friend has been to at least three of them, so they've been around for at least they've been doing it for at least six years. Um, but uh, yeah, um, and it, it's not just merchandising is a big part of it, and it, it, it's it's the reason why some people pay three thousand dollars for a sorcerer's pass so they can get first first access to all the all the exclusives. They they let them in early, but uh, they, they they also do panels. Um, to, this year they did one on their new Disney Plus. And yes.
3: So this this is the question I want to ask, Ming. Sure. What? you know after attending panels like what are you most excited
1: about on Disney plus uh, Disney plus um, I didn't I because we did the merchandising one um we didn't we weren't able to go to the disney plus panel uh but yeah mandalorian uh, i've seen the trailers for that outside It, it looks it looks pretty nice and i think it's coming out first so uh i was glad to sign i was glad to sign up for the service and uh it will help with meetups as well but it will also it would be in we're 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 in a we're in a golden age. I know Sunny Sunny sort of decries it as well, but th- there's just so much content out there. Um uh, when I'm running meetups it's like you just declare it and you will find 12 people who will want to watch it with you. Uh and it's 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 fun. It's 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 a it's a great time for sort of joint viewing and just sort of <sighs> That's um, stuff I want to watch. Just, yeah. Uh,
0: but but so is Mandalorian going to be a Disney Plus exclusive show? Yes.
1: I believe I believe it is. Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, now, are they going to drop all the episodes, or are they are they going to
1: spread them out? They, they haven't. They haven't said at all what what that's going to be. But I suspect um, they, if they want to maximize just sort of buzz, I, I suspect they'll do it on a weekly on a weekly basis. Um, most most of the most of the um, networks that are associated with uh, with traditional networks tend to do it that way. Tend to do it on a weekly basis.
3: Now, did you did you do what I asked? Um, remember when i asked you to to really lobby um to just find kathleen kennedy and lobby hard for a Dexter jetser
1: uh trilogy uh, one I, I i don't remember you ask, asking that and the the only time i was close to kathleen kennedy was uh when she was on the panel, and there was uh, several burly guards wandering around, that would have intercepted me and probably thrown me to the ground if I had tried I'm, to make a move like that.
3: And I'm guessing that that she's already got that in mind—that she's gonna I'm make it. I'm you're, you're probably the Dexter right.
1: Dexter Jetster uh, yeah. trilogy. So yeah. that's uh, it's a brilliant idea. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure who you're referring to. So are you kidding Sorry.
3: me?
1: <laughs> no, I'm not.
3: Who's no, the fat frog-like alien who ran that? 50 style diner who um, helped point Obi Wan Kenobi toward a rainy planet where they made the clones. How do you not okay. remember the greatest character in Star Wars history? Uh, I His don't name know is it. Dexter Jetster.
1: Uh, I'm not Tyson, so I don't I don't concentrate on the prequels. <laughs> Chris, 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 Chris. <laughs> yes. Can
2: you, can you count backwards from 100 by three right now? <laughs> <laughs>
3: 197, 94, 91, 88, 85, 80.
0: 80,
2: So don't worry about me. Pretty sure he was hallucinating when he thought that was a character.
0: So the Disney convention sounds like it wasn't really your favorite. So ca- can you tell us more about? Let's uh, spent all your time in the merchandise wing instead of going to the panels.
1: Like you well, said, that your favorite part of Comic Con was the panels. It is. It is. I. I. I but I got to confess that there was a certain. That's thrill... That's kind of on you. It was, it, there's a. There's a certain thrill. <laughs> There's a certain thrill about uh, being able to get get in there, get exclusive. You see all this stuff that's just running out. You read out later that you know the Woody's the uh, the the Woody ran out, uh, sold out, and the Princess dolls are are expanding.
0: Uh, 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 so uh, I can
3: see
1: it's very exciting to get your eyes on all those Woody's. It's <laughs> <just> <laughs> to, be, to be thing. to be clear, they're not all just Woody. They're they're part of what's called Woody's Roundup. You get Woody, you get uh, the the, uh, the the lady the um, the lady cowgirl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bullseye, bullseye the horse that's bullseye nice the horse. misogynist in your world female <laughs> characters don't even have names comic-con this year um only marvel showed up um wait wait what does that mean only marvel showed up uh well compared to dc dc usually shows up every year fox usually shows up and and uh, uh demonstrating something like uh, deadpool or or uh they should have promoted um uh, there there there's some in other movies that they uh yeah they, that that they could have uh but they uh, i guess fox got bought up by Di- by disney and uh d c uh, i think d c probably knew what marvel was about to do in terms of uh, marvel did the biggest dump of uh movies um in uh in such a uh it it, it, was, it was just it was just utterly amazing just uh j- just their presentation uh, looking back in retrospect there wasn't really um all that much in terms of news, but, uh, it's just so much of it rolled out and so much of it was surprising, um, with regard to like, uh, Thor and, uh, and, and them adopting, uh, the, uh, the storyline of Lady Thor. Uh, I, I remember, I discovered a new thing to do, which was basically to, um, tweet out or live Slack, live Slack the news. Uh, and, uh, it was, um, it, the responses from my friends were just incredible just the uh just the sort of oh my goodness what uh, lady uh lady thor is uh is, is is going to be a real thing uh that blade was coming back that uh just 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 a bunch just a bunch of things oh really yeah.
3: what like, so- it's got, like wesley snipes blade
1: uh no no apparently okay. mishira uh, mishira yeah, Shal- yeah yeah yeah, e- yeah, G- yeah. herschel ali yeah yeah, uh, after she won his second Oscar, apparently walked up to Kevin Feige and just basically said, "I'm Blade." <laughs> I, and then wait, and who, and who is it? Blade?
0: Mahershala oh, Ali. Uh,
1: I think he um, he did Moonlight. He, he won his Oscar. Oh, okay, okay. I thought he said uh, I, I, I misheard you. I thought you yeah, said
0: yeah. Her. He's a Moonlight True Detective. I her. Yes, no, I said his name correctly. I know who he is.
2: I thought Ming said her, and oh. that's what confused me.
0: So so, Ming, did did you get like did you get a high out of being the first one to report these things to your friends and and like broadcast it on Twitter?
1: Oh, uh, well, it was it was it was fun and yeah, not so much friend, uh, friends on Twitter, but it, there was a Slack community that I that I'm, I'm I belong to, and it was just it was just funny that I'm I'm in I'm actually in the room, and there are other people who are reporting the news, but all they're really doing is just reading Twitter and reporting it, and they're and. I would report something and people would not believe me, and I was—I would be like, "Well, oh wow, Natalie Portman came back," and it's like, and it's like, what? And people would just disregard me because I'm just—I'm just, I'm just well, typing that well, out.
0: So, so what is that about? I thought—I thought Natalie Portman quit. I
1: thought—I I thought I'd heard the same thing. Um, um, the stories I'm hearing is that when she made Endgame, somehow they made some reconnections back. Uh, I if I had to guess and purely speculate I, I would wonder that when she signed up for Thor uh, Thor uh, the MCU was in its early phases maybe she was still a little bruised from her um, from her prequel experience and <laughs> afraid afraid that she was going to be made another laughing sock uh, again oh also
3: bruised so- from having to act with Skellon Skarsgård Skellar Skateboard? What's wrong
0: with Skellin
3: Skarsgård? <laughs> that dude again he speaks in another language and always <laughs> talks Ming, about. Meng ignore ignore
0: these people. He, go on, go on.
1: I saw Chernobyl, so uh, yeah, I, the, the man the man's great. The man's a great actor. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: that's what I'm saying. That he had, he had some of the best lines in Chernobyl that uh, I, I uh, that that I've ever heard. So, but so, no, no, I
3: would. Did he yeah. talk about um, a, a different plan of hiring a different accountant than
1: than uh, Wesley Snipes? <laughs> I, I, my guess is that that Blade is not even in phase four. That it's beyond. It, it's going to happen sometime well beyond that, and they just needed something to surprise everybody with because he's going oh, yeah, to <laughs> <laughs> pay his taxes this time. Saying Blade will pay. Blade will pay his taxes this time. So yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, I
3: interrupted so oh, you. Oh no, you, um... Uh, Thor, Blade. Lo, is this going to be a
1: Loki and, and Scarjo show? Yes. Uh, well, uh, the next—I think—the next movie coming out is Black Widow. Uh, they showed us uh, they, at Comic Con. They showed us a, a trailer, Ooh. and then at D twenty three, they showed us a, a, more, exten- a more extended right. trailer.
0: Like, like Black Widow is already shot, isn't it?
1: Uh, I think they're they're still working on it uh, because at D twenty three, they were they were still they were saying that the cast could not come out because they were still working on okay. something, maybe reshoots mm-hmm. or or something or something like that. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I I get that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For
3: C people being bored by a movie that's just like her lying motionless and dead uh at the bottom (laughs) of that cliff
1: my my understanding is that it it takes place um before be certainly before endgame so um some i i can't remember the exact the exact uh time frame so 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 it's not
0: like an origin story it's something else no
1: no it's 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 something at least least, and maybe they'll maybe they'll reference back to it uh they 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 keep talking that they're gonna finally tell the story about budapest and uh how how um uh what what happened there um so those can turn out well but i don't know
0: is jeremy renner in it
1: they they got they well how much can i say um well, I guess I can say anything. It's just—it's just a trailer. They did show one guy with with a mask on uh, that was uh, obviously an assassin. Um, it could—it could have been him, but I, I don't. I—I'm uh, not. I'm not a fan of the comics, so I, I can't. It could have been Ryan wearing
3: his son's pants on his head.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but Ryan, uh, you have a Jeremy Renner story that you wanted to bring up, right?
2: Yeah. So,
0: <clears throat>
2: I found out that Jeremy Renner had an app called the Jeremy Renner app. And I found out it's a good that name. I found out it's that he really, has this app. Like he must have had his creative team working for a while to
3: come up <laughs> well, with that name. I mean he got but his money. Like,
2: like I'm gonna come up with an app. What what, uh, like, what should like, you call no, it? Definitely was not like, you know, some you know cousin that was taking advantage <laughs> of him. So I discovered that he had an app because there was a story about how he had to shut down his app. So, I found the goodbye message. This is from Jeremy Renner. And it's basically like an Instagram, but it's just the Jeremy Renner app. Hey, yeah, Jeremy it looks Renner. a lot like Instagram. Yeah. And so, he posted a message. Um, said So, so he mentioned a
3: new social media platform where you can post pictures and like and comment on other people's pictures and maybe even filter, like... like your grandma
2: listening? Who are you explaining Instagram for?
3: (laughs) I'm not explaining Instagram. I'm curious about this Jeremy Renner app.
2: So, let me... Here is the goodbye message that I uh, came across first. The app has jumped the shark. Literally. Yeah, literally. Due due to clever individuals that were able to manipulate ways to impersonate me and others within this app, I have asked EscapeX company that runs this app to shut it down immediately and refund anyone who has purchased any stars over the last 90 days what was supposed to be a place for fans to connect with each other has turned into a place that is everything i detest and can't or won't condone my sincerest apologies nope he says my sincere apologies for this uh, to have not turned out the way it was intended he definitely wrote this to all the super fans who have supported me with your words or your encouragement, amazing art stories, and time shared on the app, a genuine, all caps, thank you, and I hope to see you on Instagram.
0: <laughs> uh, so, how is
2: he promoting a rival app? So, 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 um, the, uh, like he says, you know, these clever people figured out how to impersonate him and other people, um, So the way that these guys got around it were that there were no rules on the app. Multiple people could have the exact same username. (laughs) So people were posting like horrible pictures, like pictures of like Casey Anthony with her baby. And the message was Casey Anthony candid photo time. Hey, Jeremy Renner, I'm your biggest fan. So was my kid. I hope you see this.
0: Oh, but like, so it's, Epstein responded, lot guys, Epstein I am pictures. not
2: dead, nor am I in a prison, now resting in my private island whilst getting blown by your boy, Jeremiah.
0: Like, how full of yourself do you have to be as a celebrity to think that you need your own app? That's, well, that's the
2: influence of, like, tech and Silicon Valley.
3: But,
0: um, but do
2: people have their
0: own apps?
3: They'll be like, wait, yes. so there's social media... But no one has ever started. Well, I mean they have, but like no one, Jeremy. No one has ever personally started their own Instagram with their name on it. Look, and so it sounds like Joker. it sounds like he was charging people for stars. Like, what does that even mean? Like, is this is this the
2: Firefest fest of? Yeah, I never social- looked into what what, <laughs> like, what people got for stars.
0: Like 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 unless it is like xxx rated, I, I have absolutely no interest in this. So so Ming, uh, <laughs> what what else what else from Comic Con did uh, did you enjoy?
3: Well, well, before we go into that, guys, uh, this, the the games progressing. Should we check in on on John see if he's available?
0: Okay, yeah, let, let's let's have a look. Uh, uh, John John, are you there?
2: All right, so it's fourth down and thirteen. I'll just go from thirteen. <laughs> 13, 10, 7, 8, 4. Did John, John, are. Or... get a first down? What happened on that play? No uh... I didn't call the play. I was counting. Uh, Ooh, uh, no one uh, called. John, John, are, are David you. Carr dead? Uh, I think John's distracted.
3: Thanks, John. Uh, I hope you can close the game up, and uh, hopefully we can chat with you a little bit before uh, the final press conference. Doc Conwood.
0: Ming, uh, what uh, what else did you like at uh, Comic Con this year? Like, you, what what were the most exciting panels? I saw that you posted photos from like an an all female super panel of some sort.
1: Uh, well, yeah. Um, Entertainment Weekly every year does a um, does a panel that they call it the Women Who Kick Ass. Um, they uh, they've invited like. Um, Uh oh, um, Gal Gadot, and uh, I think it's Gadot, Uh, but um and uh, and other actors and actresses
3: and giving thumbs up right now. (laughs) You big fan, Thomas? Thomas, you know she's Jewish.
0: Oh, move on, (laughs) then. Move (laughs) on.
1: Um, this uh, yeah, this year they had uh, uh. uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I can't. I want to be really careful to pronounce this correctly. Oh uh, Kobe small Kobe Smulders from uh, <laughs> Corby- Schmul- Cor- If Corby? you guys want to pr- pronounce it the way you want, to, that's fine by me. If you want to vick it, <laughs> go right, go right ahead. Uh, but no, uh, Kobe Smolders um, and, uh, and and uh, and other other actresses. Oh,
0: though, oh, so so Kobe Smalders b- besides uh, uh, her character in the MCU. And how I met your mother. What else has she done?
1: Uh, well, friends she, from college. Yeah, she did friends from college. Didn't she do also do um, uh, something the uh, mysterious or uh, events or some uh, some? Yeah, I, I just I, I stupidly I, I posted. I think how. she did Shutter Island, the porn. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she did the Lego movie. She was Wonder Woman in that. it's called, she, it's called she's, Butterface Island. Yeah, <laughs> she's got a new In... show called Stumptown, and Stumptown? Uh, a, a series of unfortunate events. I think is is the is uh, the other one. I think it's a Netflix and it's a Netflix series. She also so, did something called Married Taron Killam,
2: one yeah. of the greatest comedic actors, writers, oh, directors yes. working today.
1: <laughs> well, if you want to count that as a project, then okay, I guess. Ryan so. is Taron Killam's.
0: Wait, wait! Wasn't she in Killing Gunther? Yes, she was in Killing was. Gunther. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, wasn't also uh, all of our favorites, or at least Vic and mine's favorite, uh, uh, Jerry Ryan? Wasn't she on this panel?
1: Yes, she was. Uh, she was, and that was probably one of my favorite ones because it they managed the surprise so well. Uh, the Picard, um, the new Star Trek series, uh, Star Trek Picard. Um, I guess they had, they had announced it prior to Comic Con, but the only thing that they did was show this really truncated uh, trailer of Picard, uh, old man, old man John Luke walking through, uh, walking through his vineyards with his dog. Um, apparently, his <laughs> name is De Niro, uh, walking through the vineyards and just uh, just checking the grapes out. Uh, and uh, they didn't have anything. Playing his as character to wh- from Logan yeah I'm, <laughs> perhaps but yeah just not doing anything uh, at all and 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 then at the at the panel which was funny because normally you would think that they would promote their current show star trek discovery but they practically ignored that show um or they gave, they gave those actors like five minutes to come out. But uh, for Picard, they just started introducing all these new actors. And uh, one of them was Jerry Ryan, uh, Seven of Nine, from uh, Star Trek uh, Voyager. Uh, and she came on to the women who's kicked ass panel, too, uh, to, it just it was also a surprise there because nobody nobody knew she was coming. Uh, yeah, Picard looks pretty interesting. Looks like they're re re rebuilding or uh, the whole Star Trek uh, Next Generation universe, like they did the the original series universe with Discovery. And uh, yeah, and it looks it looks kind of fun. I am I, I'm a Is little re- admission that Discovery sucks <laughs> and they're turning. A different no. direction creatively? No. Well, the, the funny thing was that when Discovery came out, when they brought, they brought two actors from Discovery out, but just as quickly they brought out the actors uh, from the Pike. Uh, the, the, I, I, have, you, have you guys watched the new Star Trek at all? Um, Discovery, no. Yeah, after after the first after the first season of Discovery, they reintroduced uh, what what is known as the Pike uh, the Pike Enterprise, the the Enterprise that 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 existed prior to Captain Kirk taking over taking over command, and um, they introduced uh, those uh, two actors from from that uh, th- those uh, sequences, uh, and they got a huge huge uh, uh, ovation when when they came out, and it was. I I'm probably I'm probably a, a a bit uh biased but it, it seemed to me that the, the the focus seemed to be uh on on those that those pike uh, characters and I've I've talked to fans of the show and they like discovery but it's like we we really, really want to see what a, what a, what a pike enterprise and uh, just it's almost a, a way of rebooting uh, the original series uh, only with actors who are even more sort of historic than, uh, than, than the than Kirk and and the rest and the rest of. And you, and you get Spock as well. so So uh, speaking of
3: space movies or space TV shows, um, I just started watching Firefly for the first time. And I just wanted to interject this here. I'm on episode maybe four, mm-hmm. and I have to say um, it is far superior to any Star Trek, if only because it's the only space show I've ever seen uh, that uh, shows us a toilet. <laughs> and uh, the first episode, you see the captain, like, uh, like, there's like this toilet there and he kind of like kicks it up into the wall and then washes his hands. Like, have you ever wondered like where like Harrison Ford poops? (laughs) That's
2: all I think about
3: is, I mean, do they just fill up the escape pod and just like (laughs) blast it off when they, when it gets full of poop? I mean, like there's like, even like, even on the star destroyers, there's no indication that, that, that anybody poops on there. And I, I'm just glad that they inserted that bit of realism and just on brand. I think uh, I respect you know what talking it. about like in the first
0: episode, like there's a, there's a toilet <laughs> with a seat and he oh, like oh, it to the wall. Oh, oh, but, but if you think back to the first Star Wars movie when they are in the, the garbage room, whatever that is called. That's true. They, there's a well, lot you, <clears> I, <throat> Obi-Wan does
3: in the, the Millennium Falcon walk around with a little bit of toilet paper stuck to his foot. So, I mean, that's just an allusion <laughs> to the fact that he probably <coughs> went and wiped. Um, but, yeah, you think of the garbage pit where the monster was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, is it that you think, like... You think that was oh, just sewage? Yeah. It's just like swimming in raw
0: sewage? D- don't you think everything Could goes be. there? Like the pee, the poop, the garbage, everything? The garbage. It's just all, Makes it's sense. all in there. And then does, so they're like, it... oh, like, I'm done with this,
3: with this Capri Sun. I want to throw this in the Trash that's going to yeah. get mixed up with the poop and the and the tentacle monsters. Bruce paid
2: so much to get in Star Wars.
0: Yeah. All right. So, so Ming, before before we Ming, before we move on from Comic Con, what uh, what was your favorite panel?
1: Um. Hmm. I thought I'd, I'd like. I guess if I had to name one, it probably would be the Game of Thrones panel. It was. Um, they, I'd seen them every year that they'd come since the beginning, and I remember the first time. The first time I saw them, it was. Um, I didn't even know what the show was. I was just, I was just sitting there. I was there to see something else, and they showed up, and and uh, I remember being so intrigued by the by it that I just caught the series later, and started really enjoying it, and then just coming back every year just to just to see them. Um,
0: so, so you and, you you hadn't but, actually watched Game of Thrones. Until you saw them at Comic Con,
1: uh, pretty much, yeah. I I not I not I I did have an HBO HBO subscription, and uh, I was a respecter of such things back then. A lot of people um, know. It. <laughs> you know, you could just use Ryan's. <laughs> not uh, not what eight years ago. <laughs> I, I, I don't think, That's but true. yeah, uh, there was. A, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, so, um, uh, yeah. I, I, I I thought it was nice for them to sort of respect the fans and even though the show was over and there was really nothing that they weren't promoting a new show they weren't promoting anybody's career or anything like that but they just came out uh they they sure, always give sure, a nice sure, good sure, little sure sure sure, bag. sure.
3: Yeah, they, yeah they really respected the fans with that last season <laughs> <laughs>
1: well i think they they mm-hmm. didn't have they didn't have to come out and do a panel at all uh and and they did and so that was uh i i, I certainly appreciated it and like though Benny often some-
3: weiss like like counting their money from their Star Wars <laughs> money on the channel. I think they, they probably did the wise
1: thing by not by they not hurt. showing up. There's no way they showed They're their shocked. faces. Yeah, yeah ah! well, they, they, So they, you they, said they, they, like, they were they were, the they were announced they were announced to be coming, and then at the last second at the last second they pulled they pulled out. Uh, I wonder why. Yeah. Yeah. Ah! I was I was shocked in talking to other people in line just how much anger there was at the show, and had they had they come it would it would it would have been a disaster. And not being there, there was a couple of there. Now that I think back on it, there were a couple of moments where people might have just sort of might have booed just very shortly and very very few people, but um, not uh, there wasn't everybody ended. and people I knew who had said that they hated the show now uh, were clapping, were clapping at the end. That's so
3: the actors. you love the uh, the act it wasn't the actors that screwed it up. Well you know you ha if you you, you
1: go you know, there are videos floating around of it and you do you do see uh nikolai Costawaldo and uh um um the guy who played Verus basically saying you know f all of you who hate this show so, <laughs> uh, they, no, they, uh, did not, they did not actually say that uh, but they it was just sort of like yeah you know uh, what you know, go go ahead Thomas
0: yeah so so ming you you're the you're you're the vic of the SSEU. You almost like
1: everything. I, I'm, su- I'm super vic. What? Wow. <laughs> and, and so like, I you- love almost almost, almost uh, everything. So uh, did yeah. did you like
0: the last ep- the last season of Game of Thrones?
1: Uh it. I will. I am. I am capable. Of one yes of liking it. At the same time, I acknowledge that it's not as good as previous seasons and that there's been a decline ever since the fifth or sixth season. And that uh, Benioff and Weiss, who never intended to be writing George Barr or Martin fan fiction, uh, were forced into that position because he just couldn't complete the series on his own.
3: And, and yeah, I mean, who can blame them for not having an original thought of their own? <laughs> <laughs>
1: like we're getting paid money or anything you know
0: can we get your like top three pieces of advice for anyone planning to attend wants to get their hands on a woody (laughs) (laughs) your top three pieces of advice for anyone planning to attend one of these huge conventions like comic con or something similar to that like what would Uh, you tell someone like what should they think about
1: uh, do your research uh, there, are fan, there, there are plenty of fan communities I hate you Chris I really hate you for that I really really hate you because when I did D23 I couldn't get your freaking freaking words out of my head and so I wound up buying some adult diapers just, just as an in case and then it fell out of my backpack while I was trying to get my blankets are you kidding me? I'm not <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately nobody recognized what they were but it was like oh damn it of course Chris <laughs> strikes again <laughs> you and your <laughs> I didn't know what to expect <laughs> as for top three pieces of advice just research <laughs> would be one <laughs> uh, teamwork
3: Drop your adult cypher on
1: the ground that you, that you can connect with, uh, would be two, and third would be yeah uh, reconnoit as much as you can reconnoitre ahead of time, as to what the lay of the land is and what and what to and what to expect, because like with Comic Con this year they changed things. Um, in the past they've allowed the lines to start like two days three uh three days sometimes three days ahead of time but they've been getting a lot of complaints from homeowners or boat owners in the area and we would line up like these mile-long lines uh way way all these days ahead of time preventing them from um, preventing them from walking their dogs or um, yeah just uh, safely na- safely navigating certain areas so this this year they by by force of the police even they they enforced a uh, uh, requirement that we only line up and uh, in, in uh, at the times that they desk it caused uh, a real kerfuffle because you've got this mass of scrum just sort of trying to for- force themselves into position but uh yeah and but you had to make the adjustment really quick uh, it would be would be my only point point. and so that hobo cart that you saw i was able to only use one day but all the other days it was pretty useless because uh the lines the lines would not they would not allow us to line up early enough to where that would become become effective so i just stuffed it in somebody's uh, hotel room and and uh, and next year i'm just gonna have to pack light uh and go go uh go all light infantry next year so
0: okay so do your research teamwork and really have an idea about like what you're up to like the lay of the land
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that's that. I think, I, I think it, it is. If you're going to do what I do, now a lot of a lot of people, uh, and I'm beginning to sort of see them as like, go to go to different panels. Don't don't go to hall H all the time. Have fun, have fun, just doing some of the experiences. Uh, yeah, I, I really wish I had gone and um, visited. I, I guess they'd they'd had some experiences for uh, the good uh, the good place, uh, and uh, they they'd set up the diner. Uh, that uh, the the pancake uh, pancake diner that that they'd been in and it would have been nice to get some pictures there and just sort of uh, experience that uh, catch a couple of cosplayers um, um, just just hunt around for them and they're always they're always a lot of fun as well. I, I I'm really thinking of rethinking how I do it.
0: Mink, I think that's some good advice for like conventions and what you should do at them. Uh, we uh, we also have an advice column here for for other things and. Um, i believe that chris i believe that we have another question. Uh, an, another question yes, we do. okay yeah Le-
3: yeah i think you guys are gonna like this one relationship tensions are i mean i basically i consider you guys experts in relationships so all right here we go i enjoy cooking i have lots of cookbooks and i enjoy and i watch cooking shows and attend cooking seminars my family and friends enjoy my meals and dishes, helping themselves a seconds and leaving clean plates. Do you guys get the point? Okay. And then there's my husband. He will supplement my carefully and artfully prepared meals with almost anything he likes that's not included. For example, I served shrimp and grits with a little bit of Parmesan cheese and scallions on top and with a side of lemon roasted asparagus. And he poured barbecue sauce on top and then added pinto beans, olives, Brazil nuts, and blueberries. When I've questioned him, he says that other chefs create unusual combinations, as if he's a culinary trailblazer. In actuality, it's hurtful that he doesn't like my meals, and has to hide the taste or enhance the menu. It's also visually a gag moment for others to watch him mix this mush together on his plate. What can I do? I'm not sure I want to divorce him.
2: Which is like, okay, so she goes there, what do you guys think? Bus station, count backwards from 100 <laughs> by 3 until the bus hits you, then you can stop being gross because your recipes sounded disgusting.
3: Yeah, um, okay. I mean, I, I understand, like, cooking is clearly important to you, and and you have a gift, and this, this is something that, Ultimately, at its core, it it seems like your husband doesn't respect you. He doesn't respect you. He doesn't respect the time that you're putting into this. Um, And for him to just dump barbecue sauce on a carefully prepared dish, uh, something that he knows that you clearly, like, based on your description, like, you really think you're pretty special. Everybody, you say, says that they, they have seconds and clean plates with no barbecue sauce or Brazil nuts. I just think it's a really hard thing. I would just recommend uh, attending church, spending some time in prayer. But if, if you're not in church weekly, it's going to be really hard to even be in the state of mind where you can address this with your husband. You can go to church strongly.
0: <laughs> in the end, there is really only one thing I think that you can do that will solve this. And that is that I, I, I think you should seek help. Like, go to a psychiatrist, go to a shrink, and I think that it will make you feel better. They they might be able to help you and get over this. All right.
3: Well, gentlemen, thank you uh, for sharing your careful advice. If you have an issue you'd like us to deal with, email us SSEUpod at gmail <laughs> uh, The game just ended. Let's see if we can get uh, let's see if we can get Coach Gruden
2: on, on would, the phone uh, here. Hey, Chris. I would love to talk to you, but I don't I don't have a lot of time. I'm hugging the the people in the crowd. We just won. You know, we did a lot of counting by threes. And so what I'm trying to do right now is I'm trying to get the crowd to come down on the field and we're going to group them into threes. And (laughs) then we're going to count the crowd uh, backwards from. Well, first, we're going to have to count how many of them there are. And then however many of the crowd there are that still come down. Some of them are going home. I don't know why. I'm like, the game's over, but the fun's not over. The whole team is going to go through and count the whole crowd by threes backwards from, like I said, whatever number, you know, come down onto the field because we're not going to go from the number of people that came through the gate because, you know, some of them could have left at halftime or, you know, there could have been like a family emergency and somebody could have left, you know, early in the game. But, you know, coach, coach, coach. Um, So you won. You got your first
3: victory. You're. You, you've got a winning record right now. Um, like, what what are your hopes for for the coming week of practice without Antonio Brown preparing? And what what do you hope for
2: next Sunday? Well, I mean, we got to get at least you know two more wins because if you count backwards from <laughs> one, then you're at negative two. So <laughs>
0: we're
2: just trying to get we're just trying to get those next two wins to to get back to zero.
0: Okay. Uh, just... <laughs> John, John uh, thank you so much for taking your time to, uh, to speak to us on the podcast. I'm, I'm sure that we will get back to you. Well, actually, we won't. The podcast is ending. Never mind. Uh, thank you for joining us for the last episode. We appreciate it. I really think that's enough uh, American football for the night. Uh, r- <laughs> Ryan, uh, did, did you have something about Judge Janine that you wanted to talk about?
2: Um, so the president tweeted that, yes, she does have a show on the air, and she also wrote a book or told someone... Ryan, Ryan. Words, what What night is her show on? <laughs> um, I think you have to, like, ask her personally
0: <laughs>
2: to find out what night her show is on. Um, okay. Alright. Fair enough. But I looked on Amazon. She does have a book. It's got a lot of. It, she's got there some. There's a
3: lot of pictures in it.
2: She's got some alliteration and then a colon and then some more, then another sentence after what, the.
0: What What What's the title of this book?
2: Um, radicals, resistance, and revenge: colon the left's plot to R E. Dot dot dot.
0: The left's uh, plot
2: to what? The. the, the w- I'll do it again. Her book's called Radicals Resistance and Revenge Colon The Left's Plot to R E dot dot dot. Uh
3: Ryan, um it, uh, Is there
2: is there a hyperlink there where you can click and read the rest of the title? Uh, Hyperdrive, this isn't you know, Star Wars. <laughs> um anyway, we'll never know what the rest of that is. I think that's just how it ends. Um she wants you to fill it in, I think. Her, her, but apparently there are some people who read it definitely read it because they can definitely read and gave it five stars to retake America that's the end of it hmm uh, not on my computer <laughs> on amazon's website right now just says re dot 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. Go on. There, right. there, maybe there are another of- Okay, this one is from Charles A. Clemens, Roger Clemens' great-grandfather. It says, five stars. I opted for the Kindle version of Judge Pirro's new book because book storage has become a problem. I considered the audio <laughs> the version... Relevant detail. I considered the audio version because I love to hear her talk. But trust me, when you read this book, you can virtually hear her voice. Nope. I guess that comes with a VR headset. I didn't see it. Well, yeah, so Jeremy Renner's app literally jumped the chart. <laughs> yeah. But this virtually... She, virtually shut up, Chris. Up. This is an important review. She's an outstanding author and devastating in her clarity and sincerity. I've read other books. I've read other books. <laughs> but none of the other writer can hold a candle to Judge Jeanine. If you'd not know to know the scathing and frightening truth about Washington, D.C. and Comet Pizza, buy this book. Five stars.
3: You didn't read the the five stars, and it says sharp, anal, a- analytical, sorry, <laughs> and true. Sharp, um, analytical, and true.
2: Here's one from Tony Meyer, uh, heir to the Oscar Meyer fortune. Judge Jeanine does it again. I yeah, don't know what she did again, but...
1: <laughs>
2: a- another another masterpiece. Guaranteed, you'll love this book. She calls the Democratic presidential challengers baggy pants bozos. <laughs> oh, boy. Page brackets, page 110.
0: Is that racist?
2: How how true. In colorful and fast-paced language, Judge Jeanine discusses the biggest... Uh, "quote The Biggest Political Upset in History" page 68. In how the socialist democrats just won't quit. Judge Janine writes, if Mueller wanted to wanted an indictment, he would have recommended one. Okay. As as Janine mentions poignantly, if as a prosecutor you don't have evidence to indict, you keep your mouth shut. Hear that? Janine should know as a former prosecutor and a fake judge Study this book and be armed with the facts. There are three words to describe Judge Janine: tough, comma, tough, no comma, and tough. <laughs> Thanks, Janine. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's on a first name basis with her. He knows her.
0: Uh, okay. Do you, Do you have one more for us?
2: Yeah, let me
3: find. Hey, you.
0: listen, you beggy
3: pants bozo! You let Ryan continue as long as he wants. I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> But but that was a pretty good insult, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> uh, go on, Ryan. Uh,
2: this is from Kindle customer. Weird name. Um, five stars. I love it. I love how the author had time to write this true novel. Well worth the price. <laughs> Somehow, I bought too many love to return extra. But I love the book from John Bradford. <laughs> And
3: who's John Bradford? Why, you talk, why is this person talking about John Bradford?
2: <laughs> oh, man. I'd forgotten that we had done Amazon in the, reviews. Indo Customer is a famous book reviewer. Chris, <laughs> so.
0: How much is this book available for from uh, Amazon? I
2: have $42 worth of stuff in my Amazon cart right now. I don't even know what it is. You can get it... If you have Amazon Prime, which... It shouldn't even be on Amazon. I mean... It, Jeff Bezos, he's he's trying to take the president down. I can't believe that. Uh hard hardcore cover is sixteen dollars and eighty cents. The That's a steal.
0: If you amortize it out, that's that's essentially <laughs> nothing. They're paying you to buy it.
3: Audible
2: if an
0: audible. You can
3: come out with come up with a, just a few more insults like
2: baggy pants bozos. <laughs> It's uh, on, worth its on, weight in gold. On Audible, it is um, 2076 And she asked for it to be that price because that's the year that uh, Baron will be inaugurated. <laughs> uh, <and> on <laughs> Kindle, it's 14
1: Can I do a serious plug for libraries? Overdrive? Oh yeah i looked into that, but apparently you have to have a library card shut up Brian. <laughs> shut up Brian. That does that oh. does that does help no um I, a couple of years ago a friend got hooked me up to overdrive uh it's a it's a library service uh that basically makes um library books ebooks and um audiobooks uh, available uh online and it's um it's really Powerful. I, I, I'm, I'm very lucky in that I probably have the biggest Overdrive library in the world in the Los <laughs> Angeles City Public Library. Uh, it's got a collection, the last time I checked is like 350,000 titles. But uh, one other thing I take advantage of is that I think, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a law in California, but it's certainly been my experience, that every library in California, so long as you have a California ID, is required to give you a library card. And so every major library in Southern California, San Diego, San Bernardino, um, uh, LA County and LA City I've gotten, but then I've also gone all the way up to San Francisco and picked up like 10 library cards up there. Up there, uh, and so all altogether, I think I've gotten if you added all the titles and there's probably some uh, overlap, but it's like over a million titles. And, and the great thing is that one you can get a lot of books that uh, uh, aren't that aren't readily aren't readily available, uh, you can ask the library to buy it and I've, there's been like300 dollars worth of books were just obscure history books that I've wanted them to get that they've bought for me. but also practically Late. every the Go whole ahead. killing series, right? Killing <laughs> Lincoln and and, and and surprisingly, nobody really wants to borrow those <laughs> <laughs> A lot of conservative authors—they're hot when they first come out, and then it's like they die. So uh, you know, Shapiro's—I think you can probably—it's still it, there's still probably a demand for that. But uh, there, there are other ones I like, like, the Killing series that just just disappear in terms of demand. But yeah, uh, you go up there, and you know, the great thing is that you you have to go up there once every three years to renew, but uh, you gain access to their overdrive uh, overdrive stocks, and you just you're able to grab all every. Audio and every uh, and every ebook out there and uh, yeah. So you I, just
3: I, you just like act like you're a, a, a female astronaut who is angry and you put on an adult diaper. <laughs> you drive
0: across the
2: state. Still didn't happen. Still.
0: <laughs> right. but, but 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 Ming but uh, Ming. So does overdrive exist in all of the U.S.? Uh, pretty
1: yeah it, yeah. Uh, th- yeah. I wasn't
2: kidding when I said I looked into it. Like when you talked about it a while ago. I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool," and then I was like, "Oh, I just need to go get uh, some library cards," but um, haven't managed to get any library cards in the <laughs> time. I mean, actually go into a library, you know. <laughs> yeah, sit down. but uh... hey, Ryan,
3: I don't know if you know this, but most libraries have self-checkout now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is true. That is true. I never actually touched any does their, um, does their self-checkout scanner also have a cash drawer that someone has to come over and count
0: <laughs> No, for? N- no, it, it's not a target. It's no. not a target. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Ming, uh, thank, you, thank you for that advice. People should go sign up for Overdrive. We hope that you enjoy this 52nd and last episode of the SSEU podcast. Uh, Ming, thank you for coming on.
1: Well, thank you for having me, guys.
0: We we loved it. Um, neither of us, uh, none of us have ever been to uh, a convention like this. So, Did you just leave me out? So we, we,
2: we, I we have... believe you said neither.
0: We have learned a lot from you, and we appreciate it. Uh, Chris, thank you for uh, joining us, joining me for 50, 50 episodes. How many have you missed?
3: Who's counting? Um, the... <laughs> The book of 1 Corinthians and chapter 13 says love does not keep a record of wrongs. So we, we don't need to keep track of how many I've missed.
0: Okay. I, I only read Corinthians 2. Uh, so, uh, Ryan? You, you you messed up the joke, baggy-pants <laughs> bozo.
3: It's 2 Corinthians. You only read 2 Corinthians.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's a very fitting ending to the podcast. So... <laughs> <laughs> Ryan any parting thoughts
2: You know uh, I really thought about what I Want to say and spent The last couple days like You know writing it out
1: Says here an astronaut Put on a pair of diapers
0: Drove 18 hours kill her boyfriend But in my hotel room I'm wondering if you read that story